Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm asking for an audience, Liz. Oh, okay. Two-parter. Uh-huh. Are you good at flirting? <laughs> no. Pause for laughter there. And uh, do you enjoy it or do you prefer just getting straight to like straight to the point? No, no like fun and games on the outside. Oh, no, like you've got to do a bit of the flirting, the but like fun, I mean yeah. Gosh, my biggest problem is that I don't notice when people are flirting with yep. me. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and occasionally I don't realise when I'm flirting, so I flirt a little bit too close to the sun and things oh, get dear. a little bit awkward. You get a bit too carried away, too, well, too ambitious. I mean, I've had, I've had instances recently where I, I didn't realise I was flirting, but then I told somebody else what I said and she was like, oh my God, Liz, even I got a bit like, woo, about oh. that. And I was like, oh shit, damn it, I've led somebody on and I didn't mean to. <laughs> But so, yes, I think you've, I think flirting is part of... I, I consider flirting a little bit of foreplay, really. Like, you've got to have yes. a little bit of, like, you know, verbal titillation to get yourself going, do missing, you not? Uh, m- missing the point that... Or m- completely missing that someone is flirting with you mm. seems to be a common mm. fucking occurrence. I mm. think... Are we too... Are we too subtle with our flirt... Like, with our messages and flirting? Are we too... or Absolutely. Are Absolutely. Are we just and stupid? I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I is have had a chat with someone recently who was like, oh my God, I'm such a flirt. And I was like, really? Because I have had a real hard time figuring out whether you're flirting or not over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, like... It's those kinds of things where people think they're putting themselves out there, but it's like it's like it's like when you're an actor, you always need to be louder than you think you are. Yes, like, that's right. You can always give, you can always deliver ten percent more. You can just don't use corny lines unless I, unless you were someone who likes comedians. Yes, then, that's, that's true. There's, a, there's there's many there's many facets to the old the old flirting. If you have low self esteem, you'll probably assume that how could no one's flirting with me? How could they be flirting with me? So, so my flirting usually well. involves self deprecation. So yep. Yep, it's yep. not real healthy. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. I'm yes. Liz Best. I'm Tom Harris. Hello, everybody. It is a main episode today, yes. which means that we yes, have yes, a yes, guest. Yes, and I'm very it. excited about this guest. I met this lovely lady at the Bumble Lunch that I have mentioned on air before. She is fabulous. She is Sam. She goes by Curvy Sam on all of the socials. Sam, welcome. Come on down. Hello. Thanks for having me in your beautiful podcasting room. This is so professional. Oh, thanks. We love our little pod studio. Look, thank you so much for coming on. Why we wanted to get Sam on, and we'll get her to, to tell you a little bit about herself, is that she was telling me all about the fabulous communities that she has created around dating while plus size and just about body positivity and loving yourself and feeling really fucking good about the vessel that you are in. So Sam, give us a little bit of a rundown on 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 who you are, what you do, what your philosophy is and all that jazz. Anything you want to plug off the top as well. Oh, Chuck well, it, yeah. how long have, have we got? Plug no, away. Go on. <laughs> go on. Well, hi, I'm Kirby Sam. Everyone knows me as Kirby Sam. So on every platform and I started off... Uh, 
I had some heartbreak. I was with someone for seven years and I decided to move to a tropical island and be a wedding coordinator. Oh. <laughs> that's what you do. But you know what? There I lived in a really isolated space. It was on Hayman Island. And I was a part of an online community that existed at the time. And I started a blog. And that blog actually enabled me to travel worldwide. And I'm all about encouraging women to live their best lives, to live authentically, to show up, to not hide away and be like, oh, I need to lose 10 kilos before I go to this wedding. It's just about just being yourself and knowing that we're all, we all deserve love. And so I show people my fabulous outfits. I take them on the behind the scenes journey of life with me. I, f- I kind of call everyone that you guys are my virtual BFFs. Like, I kind of love that. Best of friends forever because you're never alone with the struggles you go through. And sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's sad, but I love how social media connects us all. And I run um, an organization called Curvy AUs. We've been around for six years. Mm-hmm. It's for women and non binary, and we host body positive events all over Australia and pool parties and hikes and things that you would actually feel ashamed or embarrassed to do. Some people would mm-hmm. feel ashamed, and we just put it in a safe space and be like, hey, we're all here together. Let's do this. So that's I the message to, to someone who's never uh, done a done an event with you guys before or anything like it, thought, even thought about it. What What's the message to them? Just there's people at this fun. Yeah. There's people that you, that you will, uh, like-minded people. Exactly. Everyone likes community. different flavours. Yeah. So there is a flavour out there for you. There's a flavour out there for me. Everyone deserves love. Absolutely. And that's saying something because I'm usually very anti-love and romance. And so I'm agreeing wholeheartedly that everybody, no matter their shape, size, unless they're a serial killer, they deserve love. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like serial killers get love in prison. Even then the the serial killers get a a huge disproportionate amount of love and and attention from the the world. Middle-aged white women of the world. We can't stop writing letters to them, falling. (laughs) I know he murdered six people, but he's so handsome. What the (laughs) What the hell is going on? But he's got his own house, so... Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, the bar is so low. Help. It it is shatteringly low. Well, on this episode, uh, on this show, generally we have someone in to tell a story about love, dating, romance, etc., marriage gone by. Every now and then we we sort of branch off to the side and get an expert in. Yes, you're an expert. (laughs) He's looking at me, I'm like, am I? To to help cover orbiting issues in the, the world of love, dating, romance. And I think along our journey, Elizabeth... Something you two mentioned just before is a huge lesson that we've already learnt. That someone, like, I'm a lanky, gangly kind of built guy, right? Mm-hmm. But, f- like, a tiny percent of the f- of the female population finds this just, un- just un- I, they have, they love it, They've right? Got they have to have it. 10% at least. Three, no, three. Like, <laughs> if you, if, when you stop and seriously do the maths and the numbers. The funny lanky per- guy, three, dude. That's like. That's three like on percent. trend right now. Three Come percent. on, three percent. So, so my point being, someone in you think that you're a you have all these problems and issues that you don't like, but someone out there will see your shit and go, "Damn, yep, I'm oh have yeah." A bit of that. So that's a and that's a that's a good reminder, I think, for everybody. You're not gonna. You're not going to win over everyone's hearts and minds and attention, right? What's the name of that character from that show? And he's like, giggity, giggity. Glenn from Family Guy. Sometimes I get him in my head where I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, giggity. Giggity, So into the hands of the expert, I think. So, look, first of all, we'll just run through the rules. So any stories that you're going to tell today, we need an alias for. Because we like to – we're not about doxing on this show. We're about what we learn and what we can learn from people's stories. Um. 
Um, the other one is if you figure out who Sam's talking about, um, don't be a dick. That's our don't be a dick. Don't be an armchair Columbo mm. um, detective about it. We don't want you spreading around because that's not the spirit of this podcast. The yes, spirit of this no. podcast is sharing, learning, growing, kumbaya and all that shit. And the last rule that we have is no threats on mic. Yes. There's no one specific that we invented that rule for, but I just got no, really no, no. worried that someone might be like, that asshole, rah, 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 I'll come and get yes, you. So even when I'm the guest on the episode, they still yep. have to say Everyone gets the same no rules. threats. <laughs> Done. So tell us some stories of dating times gone by where you've specifically, I guess, had to deal, well, not had to deal with being plus size, but either, you know, come up against people who were bastards about it or had some really amazing experiences. And how do you put yourself out there and feel so fabulous while doing it? Because that's hard. Gosh, I don't even know where to start. I mean, it's always a journey. And I have to note that I have, I'm doing, practicing a little bit of self-care at the moment and not dating. I Which have, I support wholeheartedly. Yeah, I have right. tapped out. I picked a date and I was like, I'm done. But mm-hmm. obviously I have funny um, stories to share. Mm-hmm. And gosh, you know, I want people to show up authentically because me as a plus size person, what you're getting when you see my profile, obviously it's going to say something funny. Um, it's full body photos, not edited. Like I'm showing up as myself and I want other people to do the same. And I went on a date once with someone and you can kind of tell by camera quality these days for, you know, what type of filter they've used. You're like, right, that was an Instagram uh, filter 10 right. years ago. That was taken with an iPhone 5, you know. <laughs> right. Know, the grainy images. So I went on a date once yep. with a person and he turned up and he was at least 20 kilos heavier and maybe five to ten years older oh, than what he thought, okay. what, he, what he presented himself as. And do you know what? I turn up authentically and show up as myself and I feel like these days you have to vet people. Like I'm, a, I'm now a Snapchat girly. Like I want to see we're going to chat on Snapchat via video first okay, yeah. before I get yeah. out of my pyjamas to come meet you. That is you know? a good point. I haven't thought about that before because I'm like, oh, God, I because don't want to put on makeup and do all this, you know, if, if, if mm. it's not worth it. Because you don't share phone numbers because phone numbers are linked to absolutely everything these days. Okay. I don't share, and I don't want to share, like, Curvy Sam. Yes. So very much like Snapchat, mm. Snapchat is my fuckboy mentality. Like, yeah, Snapchat it is. Okay, great. Just so I can be more comfortable with yeah. who they are. And um, I literally just have a burner Snapchat with a silly name. and But I show up as, like, me and I talk to them and I'm like, hey, let's go for a drink. But yeah, so now I now I do that. But in the past, showing up with people are just either married or just not who they say they are. It's just really disheartening. But to loop into one of the funniest stories, well, embrace yourselves. I'm, right. I'm embrace both hands on the table. <laughs> Readers at Here home, you've been warned. And look, knuckles cracked. We talked about the three percent in the world that identify with you know loving the bones out of you. <laughs> I accidentally went on a date with a feeder. Oh, right. Now, F- five times. Do we want five to ex- to- accidentally five times? Can accidentally five times? <laughs> now, uh, there mayhaps will be readers at home who don't know what a feeder is. Do we want to uh, explain? Do we want? I want to hear you say what it is. Well, a feeder in a feeder feedy relationship, right? <laughs> because there would have to be there has to be two. Right. Yes. To, uh, at least a minute yes. or two. We're making you explain everything from now and on. And the the feeder, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Children class. Yes. Uh, I need need a blackboard and diagrams. <laughs> uh, well, the relationship it's a f- uh, based on one partner feeding the other partner and the the other. They partner, get off on it, don't they? Yeah. Like they there really is a, there's arousal. There's yeah. a sexual ele- element to it. On You're feeding both, to someone both, to both partners. Allah. 
lot of food usually. <laughs> now I'm going to set the scene for you. Okay. For a couple of years in a row, every Christmas, I would go to stay with my family in England. Mm-hmm. So, and they're busy working. I'd hang out with my great grandma, would have the best jolly time, but I'd be swiping on the old Tinderoo because I was in a village in a remote area of the UK and I was getting pretty sick of my family. And yes. also every year. You're on holidays, so you can just like mm. nope out of that situation and go back home. Exactly. And I didn't have a car, so I couldn't exactly get around and, you know, do all that. So on Tinder, matched with uh, this person. Let's call him Jim. Okay, Jim. 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 So Jim and I were chatting and I was having a night out with my cousins and we met up at a bar. I said to my cousins, like, hey, I'm just going to like go have a drink with this guy. Catch you soon, right? Mm-hmm. He met me at a bar and he had order, already ordered pizza and he kind of played it off. So I sat down at this table and he's, and he's like, do you want a drink? And I said, he's like, oh, I just thought you might be hungry. I've ordered some food. Uh-huh. This is uh, 9.30 at night. Okay. I just thought you might want a little late night mm. entire yeah. pizza mm. snack. Mm. And yes. I'd already had a few beverages. So I was like, fuck yeah, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who says no to pizza? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, yep, I obviously had a little bit of pizza like, and I kind of vetted that he was kind of seemed all right it was you know handsome then we made plans to catch up another time so Uh we caught up another time and we went on an adventure to a castle and Mm. he packed a picnic loved that oh castle and picnic honestly best date ever yeah we went for a walk we had a picnic he packed a lot of food and then halfway through he took me to a pub and we were just having a drink and he came back and he's like, oh, I've just ordered us some meals. Didn't know what you like, so I ordered all sorts. And I was like... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? In this economy, with yeah. the, the yeah. pound to the dollar, I was like... The rousy lives what it is. So, yeah, and at that stage, you know, we were opening up, we were hanging out, you know. I told him about the Curvy Sam life. Okay. From there it got a little weird. Uh-oh. Because he researched me. What, like in front of you or like between dates? Between dates. Okay. And then every now and again, he'd kind of feed me these things where like, oh, because obviously like I, I had a website and like a blog where I wrote stuff and mm. I, I wrote stuff about what I like to do when, or I had video blogs or, you know, a long time ago. And then I never really clicked that he had read, he'd researched me so much that he was kind of trying to be appealing they're like oh I've done this and I'm like oh my god I've done that too oh yes, right. it's like an association thing to get mm-hmm. me to like him mm-hmm. anyway it worked uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah mm-hmm. and then he's like oh I've told my cousins about you and they already follow you and oh my gosh I'm like dating a model and obviously like I do a bit of modeling but I don't want anyone to know I'm a model because most of the time I look like a potato <laughs> <laughs> so you can't set those expectations that high when they meet you straight away right yeah exactly exactly and we had a couple of other um catch-ups where it was like oh I happened to be here and he happened to be there I was like oh well, let's grab lunch so everything revolved around food right which everybody eats so I just didn't really click into it everybody yeah, the, eats but everyone doesn't eat one of every meal yes. at a pub after you've just gone on a massive picnic it must, it, it must take a while to cotton on because generally a lot of dates are centre around of feeding of food of some description a meal so yeah you, yep and like I'm plus size clearly I eat so we're good um I also like to note that he had your physique. The poor, the oh. poor bastard. <laughs> right. Just freshly exhumed. Oh, so the, the. he, uh, yeah, we, one of our dates, it kind of got to the point where I'm like, oh, I've got needs. I really need a night away. Yep. So we booked a hotel. Great. And it was literally one of those hotels in a suburb and there happened to be a 1950s reunion of something or other. So there were busloads of oldies. Oh, fantastic. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, sexy. It was fun. They were were dancing in the lobby area and we were like sitting, obviously having some drinks and 
get a bit tipsy at the bar and we're talking about old times and it, it like I wanted to like stay in that space and just keep talking to the oldies. But anyway, we got back to the bedroom and he went. <laughs> how, wait, how graphic are oh, we? Oh, dude, on nah, go on, come on. Yeah, or no holds barred. All right, so. You know, you, you kind of like when people talk themselves up a little bit in the yep. bedroom. Yeah. You think it's going to be a good time. Okay. He, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I really know what I like and I know how to handle things. Went to pound town and it was not a good time. <laughs> oh, no. That's really – I feel like when someone has to talk up their abilities that much, like it's never going – in my mm. experience, anyone who's ever said that they're good at sex has not been good at sex. Yeah. Yeah. It Just was- – Almost blanket. Yeah, well, like it wasn't it just – I got the ick. Yeah. Much. I kind of got the ick and I was like, well, we're in a hotel room for the night and this we're just going to sleep it off and watch movies or whatever. Great. So the next day at the buffet breakfast, this is where this is where it gets juicy. Yes, okay. very good. You know, buffet breakfast. Okay. Love a buffet. Um, serve myself a plate of food. And then he kind of toddles off and brings me back a second plate of food. Okay. And I didn't even eat half of my food that I got, which wasn't even much. And he kind of pushed my plate out of the way and put a fresh one. And he said, I'd really like to see you eat this. Oh, no. And I was like... Sitting no. in a restaurant with other people around, around no. you and you no. get told about Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked down, just happened to... I like dropped my napkin or something <laughs> to the left. And then he had a raging boner. Oh, my God. A raging boner. That at breakfast? Everybody. Yep. At breakfast. Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and... um. And I'm and and then it just clicked. Everything, yeah, just everything. all of the montage of all of the picnic yeah. and pub meals and this and that. There oh was a montage, God. and I'm like, oh God. oh God, everything has involved food. And then he saw me see his, you know, excitement, <laughs> and um, and I said to him, I'm like, is that why you always give me food? Is that a, a thing? And he's like, yeah, it's a thing. Can you eat it, please? And I was like, fuck no, I'm full. No, I don't eat anymore. I was like, I'm trying to go. No, bitch. Yeah. I was like, I'm going the opposite way. This is why we're going exercising and hiking and stuff because, you know, we're not trying not to be bigger. So um, I asked him to drive me home. I was like, okay, it's time to go. Oh, man, I would have been getting an Uber. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, also the British pound to the dollar. Oh, true. Okay, yep. Cost of living. We got mm, it. And and right, actually, I think it was back in the time. So where, I mean, Wi-Fi wasn't that readily available. We didn't have roaming. So I used a lot of Wi-Fi when we were... True, I did forget that you were overseas. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and then that's kind of where, I, yeah, he oh. dropped me off and I made him drop me off around the corner and, uh, yeah, but he continued to kind of stalk and be like, and, you know, I've told my family about you and really, mm. and look, I'm not here to kink shame. No. We all have our things. We don't yoke people's yum. But there was there was just something about the the side of it that, it just, it just gave me a bit of the ick. And, and then I think if it happened right now, I'd be like, yeah, you know, this economy, absolutely feed me every time. Like what six o'clock every but night, let's do this. But it's a showing up authentically thing like you were talking about, right? It's the fact that it's... it's and having, having someone's kink to like sort of placed on you, like... As placed a, on at you. The, at the, break- <laughs> the image that I just yes, got there of you. having someone's kink placed on you uh, is not the, my favourite thing. At the breakfast table instead at, of at introduced. The table. Yeah. yeah, and look, as big and women, as as big people are sexually fetishized. So yes. you know the dating experiences, like yeah, girl got big booty, or I'd like to mm. do this to that, and it's just like me existing on a dating like site and, and having photos showing up. They're like, you know, you thick and you this, and can I fit? Like you get. The, the weird and the wonderful 
And I speak about these experiences with my friends, my straight size friends, and they they don't experience that. Obviously, they get like sexually approached, you know. Yeah. Because hookup culture is a part of dating. But, but being fetishized is a completely no. different completely different. Thing. It's so, all, it's dehumanizing. Yeah, it it was it didn't make me feel that great. But you know, it makes for a really good story, especially at the dinner table. Yeah, I was like, does anyone have? An, is anyone aroused right now? Like in a group setting, and I know them. You know, who's excited? Who wants to buy me food? I'm poor this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's for you know, it's a good time. So, did you tell any of your family that you were staying with what happened? <laughs> I can't even remember. I told my cousins and everything. Oh, I'm like, because obviously you check in with people. Like, I yeah. checked in. My cousins are all my age. So, you know, we check in. And I think I even said, even like, I was in my late 20s. Actually, no, I think I was in my 30s. <laughs> no, I was in my 30s, definitely. I think I just said to my family, I'm like, oh, I'm staying at blah, blah, blah's house tonight. They're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, um, I just wanted a night away and obviously I got a night away but definitely wasn't what I thought it was uh, no. going out to be. And I don't even remember his name but he was just – he's in my books as Feeder. Yeah, yeah absolutely. An, an absolute name. But like even if it wasn't um, the Feeder aspect of it all, like I – obviously we've been doing this podcast for about four years and before mm-hmm. this I used to be a relationship columnist. If someone had Googled me and was like – quoting back things that I'd said online as a as a kind of a, a lure almost. That's that's creepy. It's grooming. Like it I is. felt like I was groomed and I kinda it was just a number of things that led up to be like, nope, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I am yep. done. I am done. And the boner over bacon was just the last straw. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, it was <laughs> breakfast and boners and Yeah, no, yeah. not at the breakfast table. And the thing is, again, and I think we can probably go into uh, what we've learned about this particular story is that um, it's all about showing up and if he had have told you that that was a fetish from the start and given you the opportunity to consent to mm. whether that's something that you wanted to participate yes, in or not. consent. Yeah, that's... Like, that's huge f- for anybody. Like, you need to give somebody all of the information so that they can make an informed decision about whether they want to spend time with you. Basically, what he did is the is is basically you know answering the door naked and then being like, "What? Why? Why are you not just into this? You know, mm. there's there's no opportunity to say no." If you had your time over again, Sam, would you bring it up in that car ride home? Do you think, or is it just just one of those things where you're like, "I'm going to cut this contact will be cut and I'll never have to remind, uh, deal with this behavior ever again." Yeah, what, I think what, I would want to know from the start. I mean. I think it was a combination of things, the fact that he researched me so mm. heavily and just had me on this pedestal and mm. I, I'm like, I'm just Sam. Like, I'm just Sam from Australia, you know? Mm. And um, like, would he have behaved differently not knowing who I was in the media or, you know, what space I held, how many followers I had and all of that, you know? I think maybe... Altogether, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I, would- I think there's probably is a tendency that to take public facing people like you two out of out of it and just general day-to-day people you could there's probably is situations where someone works with someone and knows nothing about them but like two things but then uses those two things to, adopts those there's two that. things yeah uh, i know you i know your name is stacy and you like hiking so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna focus on the hiking and beca- and pretend like i don't know about hiking so it is yeah kind, which is I, normal to do that yeah, like yeah. it's a point of interest like a conversation but mm. He had, like, in the course of conversations told me, oh, this video you did here, that was really cool. And then, like, you know, you almost had a nip slip at 
six minutes and oh, two no. seconds. Yeah, Absolutely weird. not. That's and weird. it's not the first time that that's happened to me. I've had a lot of people research and, and try and groom me from watching because I've been I, my life has been online for 12 years mm. and now I am pulling back and I'm going in a different direction. Do you, I applaud that and I applaud you taking space for a bit of self-care and kind of it's very difficult to be in the public eye for that long. Um, but is there any way that the researching could be considered like so I'm just trying to I'm not trying to justify it because I personally we've very famously refused to google dates um on this podcast yep, I, it's I, don't just, do it I will not absolutely will not do it but do you think that maybe some of them could have had the intention or misguided intention that 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 by looking into your interest they were doing a, a good thing and trying to relate to you yeah, of course. I mean, it's like a normal human connection. Like you want to relate to people. Yeah. You want to, you know, you, it's common interests that bring us together. Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm a little bit more mindful now. And obviously being like fetishized, anyone who has a predisposition to liking bigger bodies, you know, there's been a number of times where I've gone on dates with people and they've dated my followers. I've had people reach out to me from the past who I've, I've dated them on and off and and then I'll have like a random Instagram message come through and be like, oh, yeah, I'm here with Jack. You told me you guys used to hang out. Is that true? Like, do oh. I believe him or not? And I'm like, fuck off, Jack. Stop <laughs> using me for clout. Like, <laughs> I bang Kirby Sam. It's like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> but then I had this fear of us. Like, obviously, I'm in Brisbane. It's a small, you know, it's two seconds of, what is it, two degrees of separation. Yeah. Yep. And if someone likes a plus-size body, it means they have – dated someone else who's in the plus size industry or like in the same similar space as me and there's been a couple of times I've shared my dating stories online because obviously I I actually hosted a sex in the city style dating TikTok brought people along on the dates I changed all the details like jobs super things like and people would reach out to me and say like in the comment section be like is that Bob I don't know why I chose the name Bob. That's like not a sexy name. Is it James? We're changing it to James. No, my ex is James. That's bad. Let's oh. go back to Bob. Okay, Bob. Anyway, Bob. back to Bob. And I'd be like, that's not Bob. And then other people would message me like, yeah, that's totally Bob. And then anyway, Bob would message me saying, hey, I found your TikToks. People are sending it to me. And I'm like, how? I know. How Honestly, is this world like connecting like that? This is why we have the don't be a dick rule. Like if you figure out who someone's talking yeah. about, that's not what this mm. is about at all. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, Bob. And do you know, my latest date was in Melbourne. Am I telling too many stories? No. <laughs> we love it. Please. Keep going. That's what you're here for. I'm going to close off one of my dating stories with my latest one. Great. So we decided to meet up in the city. Um, and Is this a, sorry, a Tinder, a, a, a Bumble, Hinge, this a, a, a Mimble? A, I don't a know. Mimble? What, uh, <laughs> What's a Mimble? Mm. Get, get it. Go and get it. I don't it, know. It was from a dating app and I had seen photos of him mm-hmm. and we had chatted on Snapchat. But I have been burnt before with people not showing their teeth. But then uh, I kind of oh. – so yes. Yeah, yeah. I uh, there's a prominent person in Brisbane who has a very big fat fetish, and he has rotted teeth, and he has a very high profile job, drives a nice car, has all the good things, lives a good life, but um, dental decay is, is a big thing. And obviously, you know, everyone's in different situations with their their health and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've obviously had like a really terrible situation, um, and so I went on a date with Mike. Mike and I met up at a bar. We were sitting probably a little bit closer than what we're sitting now. So okay. probably say a metre and a half. Little cafe I, table size. Yeah. And he'd, he'd showered, he'd gone to gym, he washed his car. 
but his breath smelled so bad. Oh. And I was actually sitting across from him and, you know, we chatted on Snapchat. I'd like seen the tips of his teeth and then he did this like toothy big grin and his teeth were green. Oh. Fully green. Oh. Green and yellow. And I, I could smell a decay or something from across the table. And, no, it's you, not you know, we all, have, we all have our things. It's not even about having nice, perfect straight teeth because, like, who does these days? Especially no. in the 30s, right? Um, but turns out he hasn't brushed his teeth in three years. Oh. Now, now look, how many day, how many days could it possibly be in three years? All right, it's only a thousand day over a thousand days that this man's gone without brushing three his teeth. Three years. Okay, so like I don't know I'm what all the like fuss is about. <laughs> explain my face right now. Ex- uh, explain exci- my face. Excited shock is what I holy. A, there's excitedness. Fuck you in guys. It. Yeah, I'm all for like not shaming something about physical appearance, especially if yep. they can't help it. Exactly. But I'm sorry, you can help brushing, brushing your, teeth your teeth. Is a yeah. And he was jacked. He but it had affects muscles. your health as well. Like dental health affects your overall health, which is why government, it should be part of friggin' Medicare. God damn it. Yeah, it should. All right, I'm off my high horse about that. But but, but the stench. How the did stench. you find out that he hadn't, did he tell you? <laughs> Look, I'm not proud of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sound a little proud. A little, and I would, a little <laughs> proud. You sound a little proud. There's and I would like of- to add. Uh-huh. That, that this is this was the the climax of my dating career. This is when I was like, I am fucking done. Yeah, I am done. Also because I had sat in the car and, and did a TikTok, being like, I'm so excited to meet him. Like it's you know, it was just like a quick date. I'm like, this has happened really fast. You know, we've only connect, we've only spoken for a day, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm free. You're free. I'm free. Let's do this, right? Yeah. So he got me a lemon lime bitters because mm, it's my go-to. It's mm-hmm. how you get to my mm-hmm. heart. So mm-hmm. I got there, and he's like, do you want a drink? I'm here before you. I was like, yeah, lemon lime bitters. Sat down and I tell you what, I wanted to drink that lemon lime bitters so fast. <laughs> and I had a chat to him and I was like, hey, look, like you've presented yourself and I think you're really nice, but um, like are you okay with your – I said, but actually I've spoken about this. It's in my profile. It is in my profile. It says oral hygiene is really important to me. Mm-hmm. It is one – and like there's not, I don't say a lot on my profile. And he's like – he kind of oh, – I didn't want to make him feel embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But so I just had to say something. I just asked him, I was like, what's going on? What's going on with this? I actually think, like, I, I'm the type of person who will be like, you've got something in your teeth, you've smudged your thing out. Mm. Like, I, I sometimes, sometimes some people, I said to someone that they had terrible breath before and they're like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? I had no idea. Yeah. Like, mm. you know. I don't know if I would tell someone that. You've got to say it kindly. Exactly. But, I mean, I Or ask the question. Absolutely. And I mean, I've sat, been on a date and someone said, you know, you're bigger than I thought you were going to be. And I'm like, righto. <laughs> yeah. But you just move on from that. Um, but I was just, I'd felt fucked around. I was at my limit where I'm like, I am done. Why can't people just be who they say they are? And I was like, so you went to gym before you saw me. And I'm like, when was the last time you brushed your teeth? And he's like, oh, I actually like haven't for three years. And I'm like, are you getting therapy? Like, are you good? Like, are yeah. you all right? Are you okay? Like, do you have Jesus. the support networks around you to make sure like I was like because you know I, I had said to him I was like look your, your oral hygiene your health it's connected to like your heart your cardiovascular like absolutely it's, it's really important and and I said to him look I was really straight with you and said in my profile the oral hygiene was really important to me and you've turned up with green teeth so I'm gonna go and I like, chugged my drink and left yeah because you're not and leaving I, that drink behind and I felt like the biggest cunt I felt and I, I spoke about it on online I spoke about it and I'm like I said something and I said it in a nice way and like in a caring way and I just said, hey, actually, look, nice to meet you, but this is not going to happen. And then I'm like, am I being judgy? Because 
people go through different stages of their lives. But and then I'm like, no, well, I specifically said that it is a, important to me. It was a boundary that you'd set. It's a boundary, yeah. And right. someone stepped over that boundary. And also, you know, like if it's with teeth, it's going to be difficult because teeth are expensive, right? Exactly. But the one thing that is not expensive is buying a toothbrush and, and using he had a some toothpaste. At the front. Yeah, and I was like, so... and you, you said that he had a, a, a job and a Porsche yeah. and, and like like you can afford a tube of toothpaste mm. yeah. on and, that. And he was wearing designer clothes he had gone to gym, like he's he had nice car keys, and I actually saw him get into the car and drive off. So it wasn't just like a, a wanky thing. And yeah. yeah, so that was that was the end of my dating. I was like, that we are closing. That the book. is this is just a chapter mm, after a really chapter valid of disaster. reason. <laughs> that is a valid reason to close that book. I have closed the book for less. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, I wish we could take away the visual side of dating and just you know be connect with people to and souls and connect like, to souls. Yeah, yeah. like. Un- uncharacteristically mushy from me but like sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's just you know you find a person who's who's um how do I say this like soul or aura or like yeah. and you love who you love like yeah I, but then with the green teeth I just it was my second but green it would teeth be, experience and I was like nah that when you when you are using your teeth when you're making out with someone sort of like you like your your mouth would be on that mouth and so you're putting your own health at risk with stuff like that i think it would probably it would be it would be more unfair to go after someone's teeth or hygiene or whatever out of the kind of out of the blue you're having a friendly lunch with someone and you you go your teeth what's going there but if yours if on your dating profile that they've read and i on my profile it says absolutely no french people it, but you rock up on my first date speaking French. I probably he have. Had, a, I probably <laughs> let have. Let me a just right. point out: he has no profile. He has a girlfriend, and he's fine with French people. <laughs> just in case anyone hasn't listened to this podcast before, yes, I, for, I forget that not everyone. Sorry, Grandma. A, I'm part French. Not anyway, everyone, not everyone is an adoring, long-time listener. I forget. No. Um, Does Grandma listen to this? No, but I wish she would. <laughs> yes, I actually think it'd give her a bit of a jolt. I think she'd <laughs> like a highlight it. of her week. But surely yeah. you're allowed to say, "Hang on, on my thing that you." Read. I yeah. had. There's information yeah. here I that you boundary. didn't ad- adhere to. Like, hmm. So I, I, yeah, probably uncomfortable, but f- but probably fair in, in yeah. the end. All right. So what I think we'll do, because I have a feeling that you have amazing stories to tell, and I have a couple of other questions that I was planning on asking you, but I think we'll wrap it up there. And I'm going to tell you that you have an open invitation to come back whenever you would like, whenever you want. Thanks. Um, I live walking distance, so this is very handy. Fantastic. But let's let's go through just Mm. what we've learned in general. So. First of all, Sam, what are one or two things that you've learned from both of the stories that that you've brought to us today? I feel like even though I'm a super confident person, I feel like from the opposite sex, there's still people out there who don't authentically want to show up as themselves. Mm -hmm. They're living in a, a past version of themselves. So I guess, you know, sometimes dealing with the opposite sex you're like oh no they've got it together it's gonna be fine but like no people are people and we all have our we all have our things that we deal with and that we haven't moved past yeah me I'm, I'm not perfect either I would actually really like to disclose that I'm not the most perfect person at communicating and there's probably things that I can improve on and yeah I try and do everything with kindness but learning to be kind and be a little bit more open-minded and and I, I'm very targeted with my questions now I'm I'm very straight up and obviously I'm vetting people through like Snapchat 
like I need to see them heartily laugh. Like I wish there was like a scratch and sniff, you know, like yeah. situation. <laughs> like breathe into it. Like breathe into it. Let me smell you. Yeah. Well, although that, that there was a freaky dating show at one point where they let you smell a bunch of t-shirts and you got to decide who oh, you wanted the to. Pheromones. The pheromones mm. thing. Because pheromones, you know, bad breath pheromones. I don't know. Sometimes you smell someone, you're just like, damn. Like yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Tom, what have you learned today? D- d- take that point and stretch it a little further but there seems to be not just from Sam and her stories today there's there seems to be a want and a need for just more honesty on dating profiles mm. right yes and I think the general view is that you're competing with all these people and profiles on the on this little cube in someone's hand mm-hmm. right you're competing mm-hmm. with that face and that face and that face but so everyone's sort of elevating and high and heightening their, their and buffing their stats and making themselves look something else uh, better or yeah uh, than than what they are whereas more honesty will get probably end up in the long term harvesting and reaping, uh, reaping some better results right Does, is that just me is yeah. that am i crazy for th- assuming I'd like to that? add that i love the profiles that say hey i got a dad bod like yeah love that yes yeah, love like, it yeah i don't want people like faking or putting up photos from the because past with abs because I mean, everyone's attracted to different things. I mean, there's a percentage mm. of people who are rounder and I think that's like, I think it's awesome. And there's actually profiles there saying, oh, these are photos of me. Like I'm a big, I'm a big person, but I, you know, I'm working hard on my fitness to lose weight. And I'm like, you don't need to say that on a dating app. Like yeah, yeah, it doesn't true. matter what part of like the journey of your body that you're in. You can't say, oh yeah, I'm fat now, but just so you know, I'm working myself to be smaller. So it's so not a vibe. I like the people who are just like, I got a dad bod. I'm a great cuddler. They're like, yes. Amazing. Amazing. My big thing that I've learned and it's, and it's a lesson that I continue to learn over and over again is that if people don't show up authentically from the start, how fucking exhausting is it going to be if you actually end up liking them and having to be non-authentic for the entire time? Yes. Exactly. It's yes. just why everyone is burning out from dating sites. I went on a singles picnic recently and that was fun. Yeah. It wasn't anyone I really wanted to connect with again, but I am now prioritising real-life experiences, connecting with people, whether I'm going to try speed dating. Maybe I should come back after I speed date. Yeah. yeah we well, shit, I'll come with you. I'm interested in trying speed dating. Yep, roving, roving reporters. Go. Yep. <laughs> Table side. Rather um, than the superficialness or, and the exchange and the transaction of just swiping and judging. Like I'd rather... It's like gambling, right? It's like pokies. You're addicted to the swipe. You're addicted is. to the swipe. And then you don't cash out because you're constantly swiping for you the next lose bigger, all your money. jackpot. Yeah, and you're I poor. I get, an, I get an instinct of or a, a, a feeling of there's always someone else there's always someone else behind exactly I can swipe left yeah, or right there'll yeah. always it's be the another illusion of choice some, so I don't have to like this but there are 9 out of 10 mm. next yeah. I'm only here for 10s where yeah. are they next not yeah. good enough where it's, it's, it's like just no you're just right. you're just blitzing through 100, 100 profiles in, in 20 minutes you know? yeah and the one other lesson I really want to drive home is that if you don't give people all of the information up front then they cannot consider Consent to what you're putting out there you need to make sure that if there is something that you enjoy like I'm not saying turn up to a date and be like by the way I'm really into leathers whips and chains but you can't bring out 
a whip and chain on somebody yeah. unless you've had that conversation surprise about whip. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> surprise whips. Like the previous episode, surprise sex fans, never a good yes. idea. Yes. Like yeah. absolutely not. You need to let people, you need to trust that people will make the right decisions for them. And if you tell them something about yourself that they don't like, then you've just done the f- yourself the favour of clearing out somebody who's not your match and you yeah. will find somebody else. It's just a numbers game, isn't it? Pretty much. I and I'm not good at maths, so that's why I stopped dating. <laughs> Me either. Do you know when people are like, oh, there's plenty of fish in the ocean. You're like, have you seen the ocean? It's yeah. like munted. It's full of trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, what's well, actually on track in the next, I think, two or three years to have more pieces of trash in it than fish. There you go. Yeah. Documentaries. Love them. Now, Sam, what I want to do from here is you told us about a wonderful little initiative or business uh, venture that you are setting off on soon. Yes. And I want you to talk about it because I love the shit out of it. Oh, I have goosebumps. <laughs> so... I am launching a uh, size-inclusive, non-gender-specific range of bathrobes and uh, sleep dresses and with the the goal of actually mid-year launching plus-size towels. Yes. So towels uh, that people can wrap around their bodies. Now, my robes will wrap around your body. It's called Hilda's. So when I said I went to England and I used to look at hang out with my great-grandma, that's Hilda. Bless. Oh, Hilda. Love cute. it. So my brand is at homewithhilda.com.au, but... Known as Hilda's, but you know, couldn't get yeah, that yeah. domain, so yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and I'm launching size eight to size 34. That is fantastic. I've measured a thousand people's arms, <laughs> you know, Jeez. I have made sure that we, I'm like, I have a really big community, I'm like, put surveys out, and so I've uh, got robes that are reversible. Yes, I have uh, sleep dresses that are breastfeeding friendly. They're kind of ones you can sleep in and then just get up and take the kids to school and just, you know, or if you're feeling a bit nervous about showing your body. You can literally like pop your titties out and then, you know, ride your friend or, <laughs> you know, just like unclip and How there we go. How graphic are we getting? Anyway, whatever, whatever person you choose to interact with, you can, you can kind of like cover up your tummy and you can be comfortable and it's something you can put on next to your bed and just pop it on or yeah. So I, it's all about being at home with Hilda and wearing a beautiful robes and I'm launching this Sunday, I think five o'clock is going to be the time. I'm yes, still working so out the tech. <laughs> it will definitely be this Sunday because we release on Thursdays. So if you're sitting there on Thursday being like, oh, my God, I love this. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. The it's the first Sunday in April and it's at home with Hilda.com.au. I'm actually doing a pre-release. So if you sign up to my e-newsletter, you're going to get access um, before everyone else. And I, I 100% know I'm going to say There you out. go. The robe is such a perfect, if not for you, such a perfect gift for someone else. Such a, In time for such Mother's a Day. Such a wonderful yes. gift to receive. And uh, support local, support a new business, support someone who's passionate and knowledge about what they're, what they're, being inclusive, what they're providing. Because yeah. you know what? If Come I on. can do it on a single income... Yes. In this economy. In this economy. <laughs> That's definitely my line for the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I'm showing that I've done everything I can to make this happen. I'm still selling bits and pieces to be like, holy shit, I need to pay for $2,500 of freight for this. And But That's it's important amazing. to me to be inclusive. And imagine you could do his and her robes, but matching or her and her or his and his, yeah, not being non-gender Because this is the thing. If you look at female robes, a lot of the times they are floral with bunnies or like fluffy whatevers. And the men's robes, they come in navy, occasionally grey, and yeah. that's about it. Yes, so yes. with the reversible robe, I've got a plain colour on one side. So I've got a, a botanical-ish print, which I actually didn't want to launch with, but it turns out I'm $20,000 too short to launch with my custom. 
custom designs. Uh-huh. So I've designed the robes. So let's fund this yes. lot yeah. so that she can release the custom designs. And then we have really cool geometric prints that are like checkers and um, I'm doing a Christmas range and I'm doing a bridal range for like males and females. Now Great. I'm, this is why I'm obsessed with this. And I, I have, I mean, I don't often talk about my body on this podcast, but I am a very large breasted woman. <laughs> and when I wear robes, they look fucking pornographic. So I am very excited <laughs> at having some robe that may actually cross over That's the front. The thing. And also sometimes you get a robe that like barely crosses over your bust and then you sit down and you're like, woohoo, gash Ooh, flash. Your, yeah, <laughs> gash flash. Yes. fucking lootly. Yeah. And I'm very excited about the potential for bath towels for exactly the same reason because, again, wraps around the top, not around the bottom, or wraps around the bottom, not around the top. Exactly. The there's, ba- there's issues. The bath sheets, I mean, everyone's like, I oh, just use bath sheets. I'm like, do you not know that so many people cannot get them around their bodies? Like, yeah. it's... It's a thing. So I, yep, that's my vision. That's my goal. We're starting off small and I have big plans for At Home with Hilda. What's the website once more? At Home with Hilda. At Home with Hilda. Get there, people. Thank you. Sam, thank you so much for showing up and being your authentic, fabulous self, telling all these great stories yes. and telling us about your wonderful business venture. We will definitely beg, borrow, or steal whatever we have to do to get you back on again because I have so many more questions I want to ask mm. you about some stuff. Absolutely. Um, in the meantime, Tom, thank you as ever for being oh, my co host. Ab- absolute pleasure. Zane, thank you for being a producer. And I just encourage everybody to show up as yourself because by god if you don't how exhausting is it going to be pretending to be someone else forever hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.